Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Record Talk Listen. My name is Lydia. Thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, we feature Melanie Chapman. Melanie is the head of Allegheny College of Maryland's adult education program. And we're also joined by Sam Vega, a former student of that program, graduate, and now will be graduating in the spring from Allegheny College of Maryland and continuing her education at Frostburg State University. Sam is here to talk about the important programming that she is doing in the area for other students like her in the adult education program to go and speak to legislative bodies to ensure funding for this great program in our area. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode. In particular, I want you to take with you that you should never underestimate the power of a great support system. And we're very lucky that we have something like this in our area. Speaking of support, I couldn't do this without the help and love of our listeners here at Record Talk Listen. So if you are new to the show and you're interested in listening to all of our previous episodes, I suggest you check out our website and that's recordtalklisten.com. Or you can subscribe to the show. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. So without further ado, let's get into this great episode with Melanie and Sam. Hi, guys. I have Melanie and Sam here. And Melanie's going to start us off. You're from Allegheny College of Maryland Adult Education Program. I am the Director of Adult Education at Allegheny College of Maryland. And we're part of the Center for Continuing Education and Workforce Development. And our program, it's really, I guess, a conglomerate of different types of basic education resources. Okay. We're a grant-funded program through the Department of Labor Licensing and Regulation. So what is basic education? Is it just like K through 12 or is it? Well, basic education is for individuals who are over the age of 18 who okay. are lacking or considered basic skills deficient, uh-huh. that their skills, um, when we assess them, their skills are at or below a ninth grade level. Okay. So we're providing services to individuals who need to um, practice those skills and to gain a credential of a high school diploma. Or we provide services to individuals who might need to, um, I guess, increase their career readiness skills. They might be applying for a job and they might have to take an assessment for that, um, for a, a position. And so we can help them prepare their or increase their skills for job readiness. So, I mean, so like that, that would be a perfect example of somebody that's worked in a, a, maybe a manufacturing field for a while and they, they did graduate from high school, but it's been several years ago. So when they go to take like placement tests at a college, they just might be a little rusty on those things. Yes. So we do assess them because to be eligible for our services, because we are a grant funded program, Mm -hmm. um, they have to, they have to test at or below that level, the ninth grade level. But most people are functioning at, with their math at around a sixth grade level. So when we assess them, they usually are eligible for our services. Okay. Um, and yes, we do that. We have a program with, um, with, well, actually with the developmental program at the college that when college students come in and they're assessed and they're placed in a developmental class, mm-hmm. we then have a co-requisite chorus um, that we offer for individuals that they need to practice their skills so that they can move out of the developmental classes more quickly. Okay. So that's nice. So they're not yeah. just like totally have to take multiple developmental courses at right. the college. And then they'll exhaust their, their, their funding. Their, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we just started that last, last semester. And how has that and been? And it's been great. The, 
the students that we have in that class, which we're calling it English 92, it's just an English class right now, but mm -hmm. we've offered it with math as well, but it has not been officially made into a co-requisite. But um, out of the students that were in that class, over 50% of them have moved up out of developmental classes. That's amazing. It is amazing. That's really great. So just like a, a little extra support yes. makes a massive difference. I mean, 50% is a big number. It is. And what we're finding is, you know, it gives us time to identify their learning styles, yeah. to help them just navigate what they need. And sometimes they come to us with the skills in place. They just need to brush off the cobwebs a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So um, for people that are non-traditional students, like learning, like they want to get their uh, high school equivalency, mm -hmm. um, do you find that they were in a situation where maybe family dynamics were a little bit rough and that's why they left? Do you find the reasons that they left high school to be similar or are they all different reasons? That's a good question. There are all different reasons. Mm -hmm. Some individuals are um, homeschooled mm -hmm. and in order to get that credential of a Maryland high school diploma, they have to take the GED test. Right. Or we have individuals who might've had a challenging situation um, their environment was not always conducive to studying. Mm -hmm. And so they find themselves in crisis mode. So school or education wasn't always important. And so therefore they drop out of school mm -hmm. and then they come to us to get their, their high school diploma that way. Um, so it, it's just all, we've had individuals, we had a couple in their seventies who'd worked all their lives that came to our program and they just, before they, um, well, they, they, one of the goals that they had set for themselves as a couple is they wanted to get their high school diploma. So that's what they did. They completed the National External Diploma Program and got their high school diploma. They were 72. That's great. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of like you're never, you never stop learning. Yeah, we try to develop a tool belt of strategies for them so that they can navigate around whatever the barriers they were, whether it's um, their their environment, whether it's learning disabilities. We have another opportunity to... Um, develop some strategies for them to maneuver around those things to be successful. So how long is the program? Two years? It just depends on where their skill level is. Okay. So if we get individuals that come to us that might have a learning disability, mm -hmm. they might be with us a little bit longer as we develop those strategies and put those things into place and have them practice those strategies to be successful. Or we have individuals that come to us that are already pretty much ready to go and we just assess them and we work on the skills that they need to complete one of our diploma options and they can be done in a month. It just depends on where their skill level's at. And there is no, like, limit, right? Like, as far as, do they have to complete the program in a certain amount of time? Is there, like, a time limit? So it might take two years or four years or... Um, there, there is not. There are mm -hmm. limits to the scores. Like, um, in the state of Maryland, GED test scores were only good for five years until okay. recently. Oh. And they've just lifted that. Um, the National External Diploma Program, which is a competency-based program that individuals can complete to earn their high school diploma, there is, um, I think they have to complete it within 18 months. Okay. So there are some parameters just depending yes. on what avenue you take. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, Sam, what was your situation? That, how did you find the adult education, basic education program? Well, I had known about the program before because I had attempted once before to get a high school diploma when in my early 20s okay. but because of lack of transportation and having to work full-time it became very difficult to focus on okay getting a high school diploma when I can just work mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't until I think I was about 24 or 25 that I decided 
to actually fully commit to getting a high school diploma and going to college because I had a vehicle and an apartment and a full-time job. So that's how I kind of landed that and just took it more seriously that time. And that's what I did. So going through the program, Mm -hmm. was it like better than you anticipated or did you have like, I know that you tried once before Mm -hmm. and then the transportation issue was a problem, but once you kind of like recalibrated and got every, all your ducks in a row, essentially, did you find it to be like really a good thing and really positive? Yeah, definitely. Um, I knew that I had to take math classes. Mm -hmm. Um, so before actually doing the program, I had went to the Eckerd, Eckerd Alternative School and was doing math classes there and developing my skills with that before doing the external um, program. And that's when it started slowly building a support system of people that were helping me and re- recognizing that if I had that support along the way and telling them this is my goal by December I need to have my high school diploma because spring of 2016 I need to be in college because I know myself if I don't get done I'm not going to college so you knew like I I think that comes with also age and a little bit of perspective Mm -hmm. where if you're like I know myself pretty well if I don't (laughs) if I don't hop on this now it's never going to happen kind of a deal definitely so how long did it take you to complete the program um I think after testing and doing Getting into the math class, I think it was around August of 2015, and then I got done December of 2015. So you like, you were a rock star. Yeah, weird I knew what I she wanted to really do. Hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they told me pretty much straightforward. They're like, if you want to be done by December or by spring semester, you need to come see us twice a week. You need to do homework or the work online every night to yeah. be done. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm getting an internet and a laptop and I'm going to get this done because I'm serious about getting it done and would like to get that, you know, passed and ready to go and not feel like such a failure from not having a high school diploma. I mean, that's a stigma. It's a total stigma. Oh, yeah. And you bring that up. It's mm-hmm. totally like you don't have a high school diploma. It is. Yeah. And I think also there's a little bit of a thing that's like the GED. Mm-hmm. Right. And we had talked about that a little bit before we started. So it's like. In my mind, I thought the GED was like you took a test and you got your, your you got a diploma. Not the case, Melanie. You, yes. you corrected me on that. Yes, GED actually stands for um, General Education Development. Mm-hmm. I was, thought it was the General Education Diploma. Everybody does. <laughs> See? Everybody does, and that's what I tell them when they come to our program. That's this is the first thing you're going to learn. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a test that you that you take. It was developed by the military. Um, a long time ago for um, individuals who went into the military before completing high school. Okay. And so that was their way for them of, to get their... To get their competency. Yeah. yeah. And so um, it's actually a test that you take. There's four sections of it. Science, social studies, reading language, uh, reasoning through language arts, I should say, uh, and math. And you pass all four sections. You're awarded in Maryland. You're awarded a Maryland high school diploma, the same diploma that okay. any graduating senior would get. The only difference is... Your diploma through us would not have the name of a high school at the bottom of it. Okay. So it's only one of 11 states. Maryland is only one of 11 states that awards that credential. Like if you go to Virginia, they have an equivalency diploma. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I mean, that's cool. So when you got that, did you, what did you get? Did you get the, the Maryland? Maryland high school diploma. Nice. Yeah. And that's what I, Melanie had told me, like, you know, it's not just, you know, anything. It is a high school diploma. And I was like, oh, so that's pretty cool that I have that pretty major yeah Yeah. absolutely and you should because you worked Mm -hmm. hard for it did you frame it yeah it's in my living room (laughs) nice good 
but I mean, that's the thing. So like you, it's difficult to get a job. Yes. And so, but you always had the potential and I think you knew that you always had the potential and that's why you were like, I'm going to strike by the iron's hot right. here. I got, I've got everything going. So let's just keep going. So you are, then you applied to college, got in, I was, I, I assume. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I applied even before, like two weeks before I knew like I was going to pass and get the high school diploma. That's how confident and, you were. Yeah. That's I was like, good. I'm going to get done. I was like, if I, because I knew like if I didn't apply and made that, make that commitment, I wasn't going to do it. And I was like, I have to do this. Good. And I wanted to do something more with my life instead of retail and different things. So that was my way of forcing myself to stick with it. Good. Good. And then you became an ambassador. Yes. So that's pretty important. Mm-hmm. So what does what your ambassadorship uh, entail? So what I do is I advocate and help train other adult learners like me. Mm-hmm. And we're expanding it to individuals that want to support adult learners as well. And so it's, it's really nice because it's given adult learners a voice. Yeah. And I had did a training back in November with three lovely ladies all um, earned their high school diploma through the program and as we were going through this there was a lot of strong emotions like this is the reason why I didn't finish high school and each one had a very unique story mm-hmm. on why they didn't finish and I was like this is the stories that our representatives need to hear yeah my story is different I can go to Capitol Hill every year but they're going to get tired of seeing me so these are new faces that are going to come with go with me to DC to talk to our representatives and, you know, they're mothers, you know, they're working, they're single mothers. And to have that and that um, raw emotion and well, it's very powerful. Up. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. when people take the training very seriously, you know, they, they bring all that with them. And it's like this is what people in our community need to hear, you know, because of stigma that comes with it. It is a stigma. And I, I don't honestly it, there shouldn't really be. One. Right. I think so. And I think as when Sam, when we went to Capitol Hill together last year, last September, it was really interesting because when I go, I can, I can share all the statistics. Mm -hmm. I can say that this is the need, but when Sam starts to tell her story and shares the contribution that she's making to our community, and if we multiply that times the number of people that need, need this type of service, need to have this educational service, we, we have a strong footprint within our community. Yeah. Well, I think a small community you can see change quickly, yes. which makes it really addicting mm-hmm. in a good way. You have all these people walking around with potential. They could live up to that pretty easily just by yeah. coming to see you guys. And they don't even understand their own potential. Mm-hmm. I think of Sam when she came to us and she she had a goal and she, she started working toward it. And then to see how she blossomed with what she all she's involved with and how much she's grown um, – you know, at the college with um, all the different clubs and activities and the leadership skills that she has developed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's amazing. And if we can take that and multiply it and the, the synergy that can come from it, um, that's why it's important. That's why adult education is important and so that we can help people see their potential and so that we, and her ambassadorship is, sh- is sharing those compelling stories. Right. Cause it, your grant, it's grant funded mm-hmm. and federally grant funded Fe- federally and, and state. state. Mm-hmm. So it's really important. You can, um, you have to go and talk to your representatives yes, because they are signing bills into legislation that would help fund those particular programs and making them still valid and important. And if you don't voice those opinions, then it get lo- it gets lost in the shuffle or they could cut that right. funding mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, I don't hear any, I haven't heard anything. So 
even more important that you get real right. You showing up every year, they're going to go, oh, hey, Sam, what's up? What's going on? Right. You know, but if you say, hey, hey, Sam, and then there's four or five other people with you Mm -hmm. that have been successful or are currently in the program, that's amazing because then they're seeing their efforts were not, were, you know, for a positive thing. It's compelling them to action. Yeah. And because of this um, ambassadorship um, that started through COABE, the Coalition for Adult Basic Education, for the past two years, we've seen an increase in funding federally for um, adult education programs. Which is great because um, government is supposed to work for the people. Yep. Right. Um, but if the people don't express interest in the government, that's where the breakdown is. Yes. So it's really important um, for anybody that might know somebody who's gone through the program that might want to be an ambassador for this. You need to come up and get some training because it's really, really important. Because if you feel like you got something out of the program and it was really valuable for you and you want that to be in place for other people in the community, then you need to come. You need to like step up and, and voice that. Yeah, if it's affected your life in any way, I mean, it, it's, uh, we need those people to step up and say, yes, this impacts our community as mm-hmm. a whole from the grassroots level. We're building sure. our community. Um, so it's, it's important. She's doing the training on Friday. Mm -hmm. Friday. Okay. And do you have any other trainings planned? Um, we're going to see how this one turns out. And then after we get back from new Orleans, I plan on scheduling some more, uh, in April and towards into the summer. So New Orleans is like, it's like a national conference. Yeah. It's the CoAbe conference. And so I want to talk about what we've been doing here and what I've learned as an ambassador and what we can do because it's like a practice run for us like what can we improve to get more people involved and what are we missing and how can we attract individuals to come Um, so like for uh, several people that I know that earned their high school diploma through the program I tell them I was like this is just an opportunity for you to learn how to tell your story in a way that people will hear it and give you learn to give you a voice and I like to think that this is interchangeable. So, you know, once you're, you get that practice with adult education and advocating for that, you can advocate for your kids in school. You know mm-hmm. how, like these girls that I did the training in November, they were really focused on mental health because a lot of them, the reasons why they dropped out was because of mental health. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, great. You know, let's take a step forward, get done talking about adult education, set up another appointment with your representatives to talk about mental health. And right. how we need some more mental health services. I was like, it's interchangeable here. I was like, this is something that you guys can start doing together. And people will start to listen. It's like, wow, these ladies that dropped out of high school and they're making something of themselves and developing as leaders in our community can be, be very impactful. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And that it, all, it always has to start at the grassroots level. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're doing this training. Where is the training? It's going to be at the South Cumberland Library at 2 okay. p.m. Great. And that's this Friday. Yes. All right. And then you're going to New Orleans at the end of the month. Yes. And then you'll be back. Yeah. With uh, great ideas, I would imagine. Oh, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> She's, presenting. She's presenting at the at the conference. Yeah, first time presenting at a conference. They have a student ambassador strand or a student strand that um, she's going to be presenting. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you nervous? I I am because if you would have known me. Five years ago, Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't be doing any of this kind of stuff because of being very nervous and very down on myself and my ability. Like, there's no way I can help my community. There's no way I can make an impact and I should be just okay where I'm at. And so the support system that I've had, like, 
have had this whole entire time from the start of getting a high school diploma to now, it it doesn't stop. Like Melanie and them have been with me since I said, yes, I'm serious about this till now. That's good. So that's what I want people to really see is that it doesn't have to stop with just getting your high school diploma. These these ladies and gentlemen are here as this long term support. And the networking, the yes. networking that she's experienced, yeah. the people that she's got to know. Yeah. She's worked for our county administrator, Brandon Butler. Oh, good. Because of the role that he he played. He was at Dollar, and mm-hmm. he was um, over our, our program at, at Dollar. And then he came to our area, and he hired Sam to intern there. And so, and the networking, um, because of her abilities, it's her abilities that's doing it. It's just she's, right. she's finding the connecting pieces and, the, and the, the people that can provide those pathways for her. Sure. And sure. that's what we want to see happen with more of our adult learners. So, Sam, I have a question for you. Yes. So um, when you first started, you were probably very timid and, like, not yes. unsure. Mm-hmm. So at what point were you, like, when you were starting in the whole program, did, did your confidence kick back in? Because at one point in time, you were confident. <laughs> so, and then there was, you know, you get knocked around a little yeah. bit. And then, so, like, does it take a couple of things for you being like, Oh my God, I did that. Like I did that. Um, yeah, I think it's knowing that even though it's going to scare the hell out of you and you're going to be nervous, Mm -hmm. still saying yes. Because when Melanie was like, Hey, you want to go talk to Congress and go to Capitol Hill with me? I'm like, Oh God, no. And I was like, but I'm going to do it because I recognize that this is a really good experience for me. And so doing all that and the process of getting a high school diploma is like, I don't know. I'm not really confident that I can even do this and pass and mm-hmm. everything, but talking to them and my concerns, like, I don't think I can do this. And then them going like, you can, it's okay to, you know, not do well on a test. It's not, you know, it's okay to do all this stuff and fall as long as you get back up. Good. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm very happy that this, <laughs> this, this program exists in our area. Cause I think it's super important. And I think that everybody has a good potential mm-hmm. to do whatever they want. And it could be talking to people on Capitol Hill. It could be talking about mental health. Um, but everybody has the potential to whatever their passion is to figure out what that right. is. Yes. And then not also be held back because they don't have a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So right. that's a really good thing. Definitely. So I, this is great. Good <laughs> luck in New Thank Orleans. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, you'll, you'll do great. And uh, Melanie, anytime you want to come back, talk about... Any of the things with there adult There's so basic many education? things that we do in our <laughs> program, that family literacy. Mm-hmm. We have this wonderful thing called Work Keys that's helping with um, providing opportunity for people to earn a credential that will um, allow them to demonstrate or show that they have skills through ACT. So there's lots of different – we do lots in adult education. Yeah. yeah, and thank you for doing it. Thank you for having us. No yeah. problem. Thank you very much. Yeah, you come that. back. Sam, come back. Tell us how the uh, – how the uh, presentation went, yeah, and uh, and let us know where you end up. Like, I know you're going to. Fr- are you going to go to Frostburg? Is yep, going to go to Frostburg after I graduate in May. Woohoo! Transfer up there. So you'll be you go from a Trojan to a Bobcat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. All right. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank Thanks you for having us. For more information on what you've just heard, you can check out our website. That's recordtechlisten.com. We're on social media at RTL Pod on Twitter or on Facebook. Just search Record Talk Listen. And we also have a really great Facebook group called The People Who Listen. 
And if you'd like to join that, that's great. You get directly in contact with me, the host, and I can make arrangements for you to be on the show, or you can make suggestions about you, what you would like to hear on a future podcast. This has been another episode of Record Talk Listen, where I hit record, people talk, and hopefully you listen. Until next time, thank you so much. Mm-hmm.